Hello, Basics Bitches. Welcome to another episode of Muscle Monday. I'm your guide through the iron jungle and companion on this journey to a stronger you. Let's break down the basics of strength training with the precision of a weightlifting ninja. Lace up those lifting shoes and prepare for a weekly dose of muscle building wisdom. We believe strength isn't just in the body, it's in the mind, the heart, and the dedication to becoming the best version of yourself. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of... Uh, don't call me skinny. And if you've noticed again that the, uh, the 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 little cover photo is a little different, my intro is a little different. It's all a little different. Uh, I just wanted to wish you guys a Merry Christmas. I know it's Monday. I wasn't even sure I was going to get this podcast out, but I'm going to tell you right now, it is Saturday. I'm recording on a Saturday and I'm okay with that. I don't mind recording on a Saturday to be honest. Um, but I feel like I have conquered the whole entire world today. I finished like my son had swim practice this morning, so I got up, took him to swim. I went to the grocery store to get all the things that were still left on the list because I went to Aldi and Aldi was sold out of quite a bit of stuff that I needed. So I was like, man, I really better like get up and get the rest of the stuff at Kroger or wherever else I'm going to be able to find this. So I uh, I got up, took him to practice, went to Kroger, went to Target, finished my Christmas shopping because, you know, we only started Tuesday. So, you know, that was good. <laughs> Thankfully, we are almost done. Hopefully, everything arrives from Amazon by tomorrow. Fingers crossed. Um, and so we, we did all that. And then I went from Kroger, went to the gym, went to Target, went, where else did I go? Came home. I made cookies today. I got lunch. I took the dog on a walk. Like, I have been lickety split. I've been on it. I recorded all of my new intros. I'm like, started laundry, changed the sheets, did all this stuff. I'm like, showered. I'm like, man, I feel like super accomplished here by 3 p.m. So I thought, let's keep going. Why not? Um, so here's your podcast. <laughs> so today I want to talk about uh, something that I, I want to address that happens, I, I think, more frequently than I'd like to admit in the gym. And I want to talk about how to handle it because... I don't think a lot of women know. And I think that this is a piece that sometimes prevents women from actually stepping into the gym is actually understanding how to take unsolicited advice and then tell that person to shove it up their ass. Okay. Um, and I know, I know that you might be listening to this on Christmas and it might not be appropriate, but there's so will be cussing in here. So I will say this, if you don't want to listen to cussing today, I totally respect and understand that, but I'm still going to be here. So, um, because it's not Christmas today that I'm recording this. Anyways, okay. Um, what I want to talk about is this unsolicited advice. Whether it's you giving unsolicited advice or somebody giving you unsolicited advice, it's super duper not okay. Now, if somebody asks you for advice, then yes. I've had a few women ask me for help, for a spot, for advice. Does this look right? What's better? That kind of a thing. Do you know how often I want to go, even for men, go up and shake them and say, oh my God, do this better. Oh my God, this form is not correct. Oh my God, you're going to hurt yourself. Okay. Some people use the fact that you could hurt yourself as an out to go help that person. They, they use it as an out that says, okay, here, if you're going to hurt yourself, then it's acceptable. I'm going to say it's not um, because... I don't know everybody else's situation. Now, when you look at me, I have really fucking weird elbows, okay? And so there are certain things that I cannot do with quote unquote proper form, specifically when it comes to tricep extension overhead things, okay? Um, 
it's it just my my elbows they hyper extend so it looks like and even is possible that it's actually happening that my elbows are a little bit wider because they have to be in order to feel good about it um and and whatnot like and so it's just for me it's like if somebody were to come up and tell me hey, you know, you need to keep your elbows closer together. You need to do this. Like, then I have to explain to them like, hey, you don't know my shit. You don't understand how my body works. My body is different than your body. Uh, There are certain things that you have to adjust. Maybe you have different mobility. Maybe you have, you know, ankle mobility things going on and you have to adjust things from there. Um, And so I would personally would say that even if you see somebody who might be hurt, like might get hurt, like, I don't think that's a free pass to go have that conversation with them. I just, you're drawing a fine line here. And I'm going to actually talk about an experience that I had myself personally in the gym with somebody who thought that they were being helpful. And in turn, actually, I, I started to, what's the word I want to say? I don't want to say I listened to them, but like they started getting in my head about it. And then I'm like, no, like, shut up. Like, you know what you're doing. Like you don't need unsolicited advice. And this is a while ago. This isn't anything recent, but I did want to address it. So my advice to you is don't give unsolicited advice. If somebody unsolicited means nobody fucking asked your opinion. (laughs) Okay. Now, if somebody asks your opinion, by all means, I think go for it, go them out. If you know what you're talking about or be fucking honest too, and say, you know, I actually am not trained. I don't have the education. I know how I do things. I have a trainer, but I'm not an actual trainer to be giving advice. That was, that's what I would do. Okay. So, um, you know, that I, I just, yeah, unsolicited advice, not cool. So how does, how do you handle it when somebody does it to you? Right. Because sometimes it can be super fucking uncomfortable. And I I say this too, because like I had mentioned, this sometimes prevents women from either going into the gym or going back to the gym, because then they feel like everything that they do is wrong, that people are just watching them, that, you know, they're not doing anything right, that, oh my God, I'm going to get hurt. And see, this is why I didn't want to go anyways. And it gives us the reason to stop. It gives us a reason to quit. It gives us a reason to get scared, to go inward, to think small again, like, see, you weren't ready for that. See, you shouldn't be in the gym. See, you shouldn't lift heavy. See, this is why I didn't do it anyway. All these reasons, it gives us that excuse to come into. We cannot allow that to happen. We just cannot allow that to happen. It's not okay. So how do you handle this? I'm going to share my own experience, my most recent experience um, with, with it. Now, I will say, there have been moments of people that I've gotten to know very well at the gym who I will actually ask, would you like my thoughts on what you're doing? They can easily say no at that point and I can walk away. But I only ask people who are super duper, like I, I have a good relationship with, right? So there's like, I'm going to give two different examples. I give one example where I got unsolicited advice and one example of when I helped somebody else. So one of my gym bro buddies, they were deadlifting and their whole back was rounded. And so I was on a different machine, completely minding my business and asked, would you like my thoughts and opinions on what you're doing? And his answer to me was, I know my back is rounded. It's the only way that I can do this because I, I hurt my back. Now, I said, yes, your back is very rounded. 
And then I kept my mouth shut <laughs> because you're only going to hurt your shit more by having a rounded back when you deadlift. So I didn't say anything else. He knows what's wrong with his form. So I left it. Fucking walk away. Fine. Cool. If you know what you're doing wrong and whatever else, I'm going to walk away. Now my experience, the opposite where I got unsolicited advice, but notice how I did ask, by the way, I did ask that person before I gave it and they could have said no, which is okay. But anyway, so my most recent experience here is training for my powerlifting meet. And my bench press is probably, well, not probably, it is, well, I guess if that, if you include overhead press, it's not. But if you don't include, if by like the three core lifts of squat, deadlift, and chest press, my chest press is my most weakest, is my most shittiest, worst formist, whatever you want to call it. It, it is the, the, the worst by far. Okay. And I'm okay with that. I know that that's the case. It's okay. I, I've accepted it. Uh, if I wanted to get better at it, I would, I don't necessarily care. So I don't. So that being said, this one day, this guy that I see pretty frequently, he was, he's a regular, um, came up to me and told me that I should not lock out my arms when doing a bench press, because if I lock on my arms, I'm going to fuck up my shoulders. Very similar. I'm guessing his thought process here is to locking out your legs and your knees on a leg press. Not the same, definitely not even close because of the amount of weight that we use. But, um, I'm guessing that's a thought process that I can get hurt, that I need to keep my form and my elbows soft a little bit, meaning they have to have a slight bend. Okay. Now, at the very beginning, when I signed up for this powerlifting, I got all these rules, if you will, these things about each lift, how they go, what they have to look like. And I briefly looked over them. And while this guy's telling me, that's like, okay, thanks. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, while I briefly looked over these rules and this guy's talking to me, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I have to lock out the bench, though in this meet. Like I'm pretty sure I have to do that. So I go in and I look at my stuff and I see all my stuff and I see the rules. When you pull, when you, when you lift off, they call it lift off. When you lift off the bench, your arms have to be locked out. That is part of qualifying your lift. If your leg, if your legs, if your arms are not locked out, meaning straight, meaning no bend, your lift is a failed lift. When you press it down, when you, when you go down and then press it back up before you're even given a cue to rack, you have to be locked out. So you have to lock out at the front. You have to lock out at the back. And this guy just told me, Hey, you're really not supposed to lock out your arms. So I go and I watch this and I walk back up to him and I said, Hey, I just want to let you know, like I am training for a powerlifting meet and I'm not sure if you're aware. And I thought this was the case, but I wanted to double check before I said anything, but I have to lock out my press. He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, I have to lock out my press. I have to start in a lockout and finish in a lockout. He's like, uh." so I was like, here, here's the rules. Here, I show you the rules. These are the rules for locking out your bench. He was like, oh, I was like, have you ever done a powerlifting meet before? And he was like, no. And I was like, "Mm, this is why you don't give unsolicited advice. And I walked away. He was like, oh, you know, I'm really, really sorry about that. I didn't know. You didn't know. 
which is why you should not be giving unsolicited advice, right? Because you don't know. You have no clue. Just like I don't know what somebody's parameters are. People don't know that I have weird fucking ass elbows. And I cannot do what with the normal probably standard is. I always tell people, do not look at my arms when I do tricep work. Specifically overhead. Do not look at my arms. Why? Do not look at me for form. Why? Because it's wrong, technically. I don't do things right technically because if I do them the quote unquote right way and not be a little bit wider in my elbow, I can't do it. My body is hyperextensive in my elbow. I can't like physically do it. It doesn't work. This this used to make me so angry. I I used to pride myself and the fact it's like, oh, all of my form is perfect for every fucking thing, blah, blah, blah. Like I have the per- most perfect form ever in everything I do and that's that's not true now because I've had to adjust it because it got to a point where I was starting to get elbow pain and then shoulder pain from keeping my elbows close in because I couldn't move my, my body couldn't move the way it needed to move essentially. Right. That's a lot of times where we talk about like machines versus free weights and using, you know, Smith machines and those kinds of things because your body, it doesn't allow your body to move how it needs to move, which really is important of, uh, it's important part piece of the process. That doesn't mean that there isn't like some kind of like restriction, like I don't want to say restriction, but like um, guide that you should still be following. You know, I pull my arms in as much as I fucking possibly can without pain. It's severe pain for me is what it turns into. It's like, it, it's it, literally if I were to stick my elbow or my arm straight out to the side, it looks like my elbow and arm are like inside out. Okay. And that's unintentional. That's not what I try to do. My son has my youngest. He's got the same thing where his elbows it like, it's almost like his arms are bending because <laughs> it's fucking weird to look at. It's fucking creepy looking. Okay. So when people go and tell other people, Hey, you're not doing this right, but you don't understand why they're doing what they're doing. Or maybe you don't ask if you have a question. Like, hey, I see that you're locking out your, 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 your chest press. Can I ask why? Oh, well, see, that's a different conversation. It's like, yeah, man. Like, normally, I don't, I don't see people lock out their chest press. And then you want to know, this is the other funny thing. There's this really, like, beefy dude that goes to the gym. Not, like, beefy as in, like, um, he looks like a strong man guy. So he's big, but not necessarily, like, you know, cut abs and, like, shredded. Right? He's fucking strong as shit. Probably the strongest motherfucker in the gym. But he's a big dude, okay? And he's, like, pointing at that guy. He's like, see, he even doesn't even lock out his arms. See? He doesn't even do it. And I was like, um, I'm... I'll clap for that then. Like, what do you want me to say? I'm not doing what he's doing, right? So as soon as I went back and showed him, he, like, he felt like such an asshole. He's like, oh, I didn't know that that was a thing. And this is why unsolicited advice in a gym is shit. Because you don't know what you could be or could not be technically saying against what that person is trying to do or go through or have or whatever training for. Like, we don't know. Now, again... If you would have come up to me and just said, hey, hey, so I see you're locking out your bench. I've never seen that before. To my knowledge, we're, you know, like, I, I, to my knowledge, like, I don't think that we're supposed to do that. Can you, like, can you tell me why you're doing that? Boom. 
such a different conversation and it's not unsolicited advice. It's still kind of like mm, sideways, like mm, why well, you do that, but it's still not the same. It's still not the same, right? It's still at least a question, not blanket advice that you don't know anything about, right? So that is my two cents on giving or getting unsolicited advice in the gym. There are certain people, uh, well, I don't even know. There are certain people that I would ask. I would ask Ty. Ty's, uh, he's the, the young guy in there who's ripped and shredded. Like he's 24, always has trained uh, college ball player. Like he's somebody that I would ask for, uh, ask or question like, hey, why are you doing that? Um, at my old gym, there was this guy, Cody. He would do um, skull crushers like on an incline bench, like barely inclined, not on a flat bench, but it was like inclined up one, one little notch. And I'm like, can I ask why? Like, it does it do something different? Now, that is not questioning, like, why are you like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing skull crushers. That's like, it's like, hey, am I missing out on something that I should be doing? Like, is there some kind of benefit? His response to me in that moment, and this was probably three or four years ago, his response to me in that mo- moment was like, no, this is just like bro shit. It's just like, you know, maybe it has some minor, very little effect, maybe. I was like, okay, so I'm not missing out. But I will say, um, I did try them like that. And I will say it actually alleviates some of the shoulder pressure for me. So that is now how I do them. I was like, oh, I'm going to try them and see what I see if I like it because of the way I have to have my elbows for anything that's extension over my head when it comes to my triceps. I was like, huh, I wonder if that would alleviate some of the pressure that I feel on my arms. And it did. And so sometimes if I'm doing a, like a regular skull crusher with a barbell, then I will do them inclined. So, you know, or I don't do it with a barbell. I do, a, um, what's it called? A loaded bar, like a, like an easy curl bar or something. Cause that's what I like. I prefer that. But, um, but anyway, so long story short, it's like, I question like, mm, I've never seen anybody do this before. Like why, why? But I had a really good relationship with Cody. Cody and I had been at one gym and got closed down and then he went to a different gym and I went to the same gym because there's not very many gyms and I, that had at least squat racks. I'm not going to Planet Fitness or anything. And now we don't train at the same gym anymore. Um, but he, you know, it, we had a relation, we had a rapport that I felt like I could go say, why, why are you doing that? What's the benefit of this? Or is there a benefit of this? Like I've never seen anybody do this. Like Give me the deets. I, I want educate me, show me, teach me. Right? That's that is coming from a much different position than uh, you shouldn't be locking out your bench. Like, look at that guy. That guy doesn't even lock out his bench. Come to find out, I have to fucking lock out my bench. Okay, okay. So unsolicited advice in the gym. Number one, don't let it deter you from getting into the gym. Just don't. Don't let other motherfuckers tell you what to do, how to do, when to do. That, that is my best advice, okay? Just don't, just don't let them get in your head because I, I, I'm not going to lie. That guy got in my head a little bit. He did. He got in my head a little bit. And I, you want to know my honest opinion? And I'm not, like, I'm not typically like a, go women, team women. But I really truly feel like if I was a dude, he would never have said shit to me. I truly feel like if I was a dude, he would have never said anything. 
he would have let me be. But because I'm a girl, he said something, you know, to help me to, to lay his man card. I don't fucking know. I mean, that's just how it felt after he, you know, started pointing at, see, that guy doesn't even do it. Cool. You know, so don't let people get in your head about it. Don't allow people to ruin what you have going. Now, I'm not saying that there isn't necessarily possibly something to fix in your form, but I'm also saying that you don't have to let it ruin your confidence in going. You know, you could, you know, if somebody says something to you, this would be my best advice. If somebody does approach you in a gym and says, hey, you need to fix this, you know, you can let them show you, teach you whatever. But then if you have a trainer, go ask your trainer. If you have YouTube, go fucking check it out on YouTube. Okay, maybe I am doing this wrong. And this is why I do believe that videotaping yourself in the gym is so important, or at least being able to stand in the mirror and watch what you do. People think, oh, you're just taking selfies for Insta. No, you're not actually. You're also checking out and making sure, does my form look appropriate? Is what I'm doing correct? Is what I'm feeling that I'm doing, does it look that way? Because sometimes when you look at what you're doing, you're like, oh shit, that's not right at all. Oh my God. Right? So you have to really hone in on the fact that it's okay to show yourself, like to look in a mirror or record yourself so you can see and get feedback that way. Then start comparing. Oh, this is what it looks like. This is what it should look like. This is what I'm doing. Um, And for fuck's sake, there's like a thousand million groups out there that you can post in for feedback on your form. You don't even have to have a trainer. You can just record yourself and say, hey, can somebody give me form feedback? We do it in my, you do it in my Facebook group. I don't care. I'll give you form feedback. My clients get form feedback if they need it or want it. You got to have two versions, side and front. So side angle straight on, front version straight on, angle straight on. If you have those two, you just plop them in my Facebook group and boom, bang, there we go. Easy peasy. I'll give you some feedback. Okay. So this is what I mean though by, by unsolicited advice and don't allow people to discourage you from keep, from keeping going from, don't allow people to stop you from going just even if they tell you that you're doing something wrong. It doesn't actually mean that you are because they don't know your situation. It doesn't mean that you're not either. It doesn't mean that you're not doing it wrong, but it doesn't mean that you are. So don't let them stop you. Don't let them stop you. Don't let them stop you. Okay. Merry Christmas. Again, if you are local to me, you have an opportunity to work with me one-on-one. I'm taking up to five ladies and we are going to be training together one day a week. And then you will have an individualized program to go into the gym on your own or have an at-home dumbbell program, um, program by me specifically for you. So this isn't even like my group program or my group group programming, they all get the same training. This will be like, what are your needs? What what are your inhibitors? What do we need to swap? Because you have a hip thing or a knee thing or an ankle thing or a shoulder thing. Like, where do we need to start you? Where are you really at? And then where do we go from there? And it's six weeks. We start technically in person on January 10th, but you're going to get a week. Uh, that week you'll start, I don't know what day, was it the 8th, I believe? You'll get your block training to start. Yeah. So on the 8th, you'll get your block training starting and then um, go from there. And then on Wednesday on the 10th. But again, this is only for local people. I have not opened it up for anybody virtually yet. Yet. I say yet because I really want to see how this goes. And if I can open it up for in-person or virtual, I will do that. But 
This is a really great opportunity if you are scared, if you want to know how to lift better, if you want to make sure you have good form, if you love and enjoy a community, but mostly if you want to feel super fucking confident and have a plan going into the gym. That is what this is for. That is for who this is for. Okay? Bring your bring a friend. Do it together. I'd love I'd love to have both of you. So, on that note, you guys have an amazing Christmas. Happy holidays. I'm so, so stoked for 2024 and what this year is already shaping up to look like for CP Fitness, for Don't Call Me Skinny, and for everybody that's in my world. I'm so effing excited. On that note, you guys, I will catch you on Wednesday. Have an amazing holiday today.